career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey, hey guys, it is time once again for 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, and as you know, we have these conversations once a week with guys from all over the world, and sometimes you get stuck with just me, but it's always about exploring the things that guys 40 plus need to be thinking about doing to have a better, more healthy life. And sometimes we even talk to people who aren't quite 40, but it's all about helping us men be the best guys we can be. And if you are interested, please join our Facebook group and also join us for our 40 plus men's chats. The next one is coming up on August the 4th. And I want to make sure you know how to get there. So you can either go to 40, the number 40 plus men's M-E-N-S chats, or you can spell out 40 plus men's chats.com. Either one of those will get you there. And we always have a great topic. We always have a good group of guys that show up for that. And sometimes we even talk about stuff like mindset. And today that's where we're going to go. We're going to talk about positive mindsets, how to get into one, why it's important. And I'm really excited to have this guest. He is actually joining us as we're recording this from Israel. And you might see his name and you're going to go, okay, I think I know how to say this. So we're going to get this out of the way right now. His name is Tommy, not Tommy. And his last name is not Dagan, it's Dugan. So I think I got that right, didn't I, Tommy? Did I do pretty good with that? Yes. Yes. I've, I've, I've done it really easy to just say Coach Tommy and that's uh-huh. how just people know me, I guess. That's awesome. So from here on out, we're done. It's Coach Tommy. We're done. Yeah. And he's a a coach just like I am, but um, I'm trying to think, how did we, I know we just kind of connected online, right, man? We just kind of, yeah, I saw, I think I saw, yeah, yeah. I, where did I see you? I think it was on out professionals. Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I always love it when these internet connections happen where we like find each other like, oh, we have some stuff really in common. And we're not talking about dating here, folks. Okay. We're, we're talking about, oh, I mean, that wouldn't, I wouldn't be like saying, oh, that's a bad thing either. But it's interesting when you can see somebody just from the work they do and the things they're doing that you're like, this is a, this is a connection that needs to happen. And then we're like, okay, this, this could be a really great conversation for a podcast. And then lo and behold, here we are. So here we are, man. And welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Buddy. Thanks. I, I just remembered why I contacted you. Because there was the uh, like gay alliance coaches, something like that, and I saw that you were like one of those speakers, and uh, I clicked into your website and I saw you did stand up, and I I saw that and I really liked it. I really connected with a straight straightforwardness and the yep. truth. There was something very authentic mm-hmm. there, and then I was like, I want to talk to this guy. He sounds really cool. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here and I've looked at your website and, and I want you to go look at coach Tommy's site. He's got some great stuff that he does, but let's dive in and start talking about mindset because I think we're in such a beautiful space, even though it's been challenging times with what's been going on here over the last few months of our 2020. I think it's also a beautiful time for all of us to be looking inward and thinking, how is what I think and what I 
do in my own lovely little gray matter influencing where I'm at. And I know you do a lot of work with this mindset stuff. So in your own world right now, what have you seen as one of the biggest advantages of like really managing your own mindset over the last few months, Tommy? You know, let me tell you something. I've been really surprised because during coronavirus, which we're still in, stepping yeah. out of it a little bit these days, still in, I was shocked to hear that my clients uh, were actually having uh, not such a bad time during coronavirus staying home. I've heard that from a lot of people, whether it's clients or friends or whatever. And one of the, one of the repeating themes has been that people have been less engaging with other people and they've been home and they've been doing things that they love to do. So they cook more and they read and they're able to connect with themselves, speaking of mindset and all of those things to a lot of people have created actually a, a, a positive experience out of coronavirus. And to me, it's like such a testament that it's so important to connect with yourself and, mm -hmm. and really understand what it is that you want, what excites you, who do you want to be with, who do you want to be, what do you like to do? Having those internal conversations to really set up your life and set up your day. You know, it's interesting you brought that up because <clears throat> I go to the gym. I hate going to the gym, but I love to swim. And so I kind of have been like, I'm never super like pumped up to go pump iron, so to speak, but I love swimming. And then of course, coronavirus hit and I hadn't been able to do that. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to become a fat pig. Right. And I'm like, no, I can still go walk. And I'm like, so I started walking and walking and walking. I'm like, okay, I'm bored with walking. But in this space, I found myself again. And that sounds, sounds like a song, but I did. I found myself again going, wait, Rick, you love riding your bike. And you haven't done that in a long, long time. And one day I just said, I'm going for a bike ride. And my husband kind of like, oh, okay. And it was so invigorating. And now wow. I'm back being addicted to it. And, I, and it's an addiction that I love to say, yes, I'm addicted to cycling. I, I love it. But had I not had this lovely little virus, not that I personally had it, but had it not entered my life, I've thought numerous times over the past couple of weeks, how much longer would it have taken me to get back out there on my bike? And so to your point of rediscovering stuff and finding things to do, my cycling has become my new thing again. Kind of the right. old thing, the new thing, you know? And look how interesting, like it, it took you to do something that you love yeah. Uh, to think about other things. And I've, I've, I see that a lot. So I hear a lot that like, listen, I'm looking at like where these people that I admire, I see them on YouTube or on TV. And I'm like, this is where I am. This is where I want to be and where all these people are. And it's the distance is so far and I'm jealous and I can't do it. And I don't have this and I don't have that. And that's like a sort of mindset that is like taking away from you Mm -hmm. and like focusing on other people mm -hmm. that's that's a thing that i feel is so powerful is to really um to really connect with yourself to really ask yourself you know i i will never forget it's it's like you said it was so basic with your swimming thing i have yeah. a basic one of my own when i was in coaching school like four or five years ago and one of the instructors asked us he said when was the last time that you asked yourself how you're doing. Mm. 
And we're all in the class like, are you crazy? Like, why, why would we be talking to ourselves? That's so weird. And it took me a really long time to understand, like, it's so important to check with yourself how you're doing, how you're feeling, what's working for you, what's not working for you, and to really take action to, to change it and to live according to your own values and, you know, your coach. So, you know, yeah. you know, values and needs and desires and less mm -hmm. based on what society is expecting or your parents are wanting or what you're supposed to do. It's interesting because I was just recording another show with a friend of mine who's very much a nutrition. He does some health coaching, but he does a lot of going in and, and building wellness programs and stuff in organizations and working with individuals on their, you know, really getting themselves in the right space. And he has a four step process he was talking about. But one of the things that jumped out was when I made the comment similar to what I just made with you of, I just hate doing weights that I, I mean, not like bad hate. I'll go in and do them, but he said, so when was the last time you asked yourself, Rick, do you, how much do you really enjoy doing weights? And I said, I don't. He goes, but you love swimming. Yes. He goes, so why are you doing the weights? He goes, I'm not telling you not to do weights, but he goes, the thing that happens with most people is the mindset they get themselves into is I have to do something. Yet right. that have to do thing is the thing that isn't really serving them. And then suddenly they don't want to exercise at all because they think this is the only thing they can do. And then suddenly if they ask the right question, what is it you would enjoy doing to get exercise? Oh, well, walking or, you know, cycling or hiking. Oh, okay. Then why aren't you doing that? Suddenly it wakes you up to the thing you're most meant to do. And that's just one example. But I think that's a good example. Of what you were just speaking about, Tommy, is when we give ourselves the permission and this is a tough one to take care of ourselves and to check in with ourselves. A lot of things begin to shift and a lot of what we want begins to show up. And I think you've probably seen that. Oh my God. I'll, I'll tell you another, when you bring that up, I think immediately about, cause you know, I come from, like I told you a little bit before, like I, I'm half American, half Israeli. Dad is from Israel. My mom's American. So I'm like split in the middle. And, I come from a culture in Israel where like you're supposed to be thinking of other people before you think of yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a, a sense of like, you know, altruism is very important and take care of your family and, you know, and stuff like that. And there, nobody grows up, nobody teaches you when you grow up, like, listen, you have to really treat yourself well. And I think about a sentence I heard a few years ago from Oprah Winfrey, who I'm a huge fan. Her and like Tony Robbins are like mm -hmm. half gods to me. I just literally follow them anywhere, any, any place I can. And she said, you have to keep your cup full and make sure you are very, very happy. And I, I see that in, in my own life and life of people around me that the people who take very good care of themselves learn to say no sometimes listen like let me give you an example yes so my family when i was living in israel i'm currently just visiting i live in new york right now and we have every friday night my family everybody meets and i love my family i come from a very loving family me and my siblings are like best friends it's all good but for me growing up saying no i i'm, I'm not interested coming for a friday night that was not an option for me that's not something that I thought that I could do because right. that's a, like a requirement and I'm the son and I'm not going to be a 
excuse me, an asshole of a son. Right. Of course I'm going to come and, and respect my parents. But I've learned through coaching, through growing, through, you know, positive thinking and learning to actually put myself first sometimes. I've, I've learned that if you put yourself first, it doesn't mean that you put other people second. It means that you take very good care of yourself and then you can take much better care of other people. So I've learned personally that saying, I, I say, say no thank you. This Friday I wanna spend time with myself. That's not insulting, you're not hurting anybody. You're being very respectful. And I always right. think about it like this. Is it better that you go on a Friday night and you don't want to go and you're cranky and you're not very nice to your surroundings? Or is it better that you say, no, thank you. This Friday, I'm just going to chill in the house. I, I had a very long week. And in the middle of the week, you go and meet with whoever, family, friends that you didn't meet on Friday, but you give your all. You're so there. You are listening. You are loving. You're supporting in a way you couldn't be on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm so huge on like, take good care of yourself, love yourself to the fullest extent, and you will be able to love people around you to levels you can't even imagine today. I'm so glad you shared this. And this isn't, it's not like a new concept, but I think it's a, it's a concept for men and women, but <clears throat> especially men, where if we take care of ourselves outside of the norm, so let's kind of go back to the whole gym thing. So if we take care of ourselves physically, like we go and we do the gym workout and we do that sort of stuff. Okay. That's acceptable. That is, this is what guys are supposed to do, right? That's how we're supposed to show up in the world. Right. But if we go take care of ourselves by saying, you know, I'm going to go take a meditation class because that's what I need right now. I need to go be with me. Suddenly people are like, Oh my God, what's wrong with you? Because this isn't quote unquote how men are supposed to show up in the world, so to speak. And so when you can start to break past that and you can start to own that, yes, this is how I'm going to show up. And it's good for me because that being good for me, and this is something I don't think a lot of us learn that. And I, I totally relate to how you feel about the family stuff because I lived my life for so many years living who I felt my family thought I should be until I came out of the closet and said, nope, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is who I'm supposed to be. But we live in those shadows and then we're miserable. We're completely miserable. And then we wonder why we are angry why we're frustrated, why we can't see anything but negativity in our lives. And I think the piece you just shared, Tommy, is when we can take care of ourselves, it becomes, and it's, it's the old thing of put your oxygen mask on yourself first sort of thing. Right. There's a lot less bitterness, a lot less jealousy that will yes. show up in our own personal lives. I'll take it even to the next level. Like the moment you are happy with yourself and you're fulfilled, you want, you're excited to help other people because you're content. You know, there's, there's so much to be said for people who are happy in life and you see how they operate around other people as opposed to people who are just very frustrated and very angry and what they do. And at, at the end of the day, you know, you think about like, what your contribution is. So you have these like great talks. It's so interesting. 
I, you know, you get to like share ideas, open your mind. You're, you're, you're passionate. You're coming from a place of like goodness and learning and you're sharing with what you're doing. You're literally exemplifying this idea. You came from like a place of good and openness mm -hmm. and look, all these people are coming to you wanting to talk for free for, mm -hmm. for the fun of it to, right. to yes, promote your brand and for people to hear you, but also just to talk, just to learn, mm -hmm. just to connect. And you're allowing all the people who are listening right now to learn and to think about things a little bit differently each week from somebody else. Right. And that's amazing. That's the present you're giving right now because you're happy. This right. is a good place for you. Well, and you just said something that I think is an interesting question that I don't think a lot of people ask each other or ask themselves. So one of the questions I could ask you is, are you happy? Are you happy? Tell me. And you'd probably go, okay, I need to just answer this. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm really, you know, rarely would we say, no, I'm really, life really sucks right now because we got to keep this persona, right? So we're used to that question. But one of the questions I love to ask my clients and when, when I'm in spaces like this or with the right people, I say, so what would make you content? Hmm. Not just happy. What would make you content? Because it's that interesting piece of discontent that seems to bubble through all of our lives. But one of the things that makes me content is getting to do these podcasts because right. it's just me. I'm doing something I love to do. I'm not making it. I'm not. Everybody says, do you make money off of this? I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> I make money because people hear and then like, hey, I think I want to work with this guy. Or they hear and they're like, hey, I think I'd like to work with Tommy. Cool. I'm doing this because it just is something that makes me really content and happy to do. But it makes me content because I kind of get to do this my way. I don't really right. have to think about who else is caring how I'm doing this podcast. And so when we look at what makes us content, yes, it's a piece of the pu happy puzzle, but I don't know that anybody really says this is what would make me content. This is what would keep me from feeling like anxious and I got and it's such an interesting space to play in because when you can define contentment, then that often I believe leads to happiness. Cause if you're content, you're probably happy. <laughs> There's not a lot of, you can't be discontent and be happy. The two don't go together and it's just such right. an interesting space to play in. So for you, as you've started to work through this, and I know you said you did, you know, in the last few years, you've gotten your coaching certification. What is something you've learned about yourself the most as you continue to help people look at their mindsets and look at the things they most want? What's something that you've learned for yourself? Oh my God. So the list is like endless. Wow. That's such a good question. Um, yeah, I think I know that it's, it's all up to me. Everything is up to me, like how I think, what I do, how I operate in the world, how I answer questions, how, how I treat myself with food, with, with my sports, with my relationship, with my, everything is up to me. I have, I've discovered this through this process. I have so, every, every individual in the world, we have so much insane amounts of management over our lives. We're not even aware of it. And I, the more I'm in this world, I'm understanding how much I have. I don't like to use the word control. I prefer the word management that I can manage so many different things in my life. I can say, no friend, 
I'm not interested in meeting with you today. I'm actually interested in working. I become, I won't say those, that in those words. I'd say it in a really nice way, but I'm okay with that. You know, I would say, yes, I'll, I will, um, I don't know, work until 11 p.m. because I love what I'm doing. Or yes, I'm allowing myself to watch my favorite show, which is total trash, but whatever, I'm enjoying it. I don't care. Right. Um, so it's, it's, I, I think it's the sense that I have, I can manage my life and I can make choices. It's about choices. I constantly, very mindfully make choices that make me happy or, or actually content. I love that word. I, I, I take that from you. I, I make choices that make me content at a specific moment. And that's probably my biggest lesson. I I agree with you a hundred percent because one of the things that I feel like, and as gay men, I think we have had to face this is we feel like everything has to be a choice. I, okay. I can either stay in the closet or I have to go, you know, I got to step out of the closet and that choice to come out of the closet is going to do this. And so then we carry this baggage and I have found for me, the more I realize I get to choose. Yeah. I get to choose everything. Yes. So like yes. this morning, I, yes. it, I woke up and I'm like, okay, I got a pretty full day of recording podcast, but I had some time in between, but it's going to be a really warm day for where I live. I mean, we usually are in the seventies and it's going to be 85, 87. So it's going to be quite warm by the middle of the day. And usually the middle of the day is when I'd go out and do something. I got to choose whether I decided I was going to lay in bed or if I was going to get out while it was still nice and cool and go get some exercise, but it was my choice. Right. And that's a simple example of we get to choose every step of the way. It's, it's a choice to do everything that we do. I yeah. could choose like not to say, okay, I'm not going to record these podcasts, even though everybody's scheduled with me. Yeah. I could have chose to say, screw it. I'm not going to do that today but I chose to do what I'm going to do because this is what's important to me. But too often we feel like we get boxed into this place where we don't have choice, but every moment we live, we have choice. doesn't mean it's going to be the easiest choice, but we do get to choose. And I think that's what prevents a lot of people from moving into these positive mindsets is they sure. feel like the choice, there is no choice. Right. And so when you have somebody that it's like, you can kind of see it. Cause I know I see it in clients and I don't, I mean, I work in mindset to some degree because hello, people coming out of the closet, you got to shift the whole mindset about who they are. But, and like people, guys who are leaving jobs and going to go create something new. But as you're working with your very different clients that are doing all sorts of different things, when you see them fighting that one piece of, but you do have choice. What is something that you do to help them start to like see that, to really help them see clearly that they do have a choice? I've learned this brings me back to, again, when I went to school. So, you know, when you, I don't know how it was for you, but like when you just start out, you try to help so much, like somebody has like a limiting belief and you're like, hey man, can't you see this, this thing is blocking right. you and you're like right. trying so hard, so hard. And that shit doesn't work. Like no. it does not work. And I've learned, I, I, I think two things. The, the most prominent thing about, I think about me as a coach is that I work from my gut. I'm not afraid of silence anymore. I really let, 
the words come out that feel right for me and I try to bring it out usually as an open question. Mm -hmm. And I really try to work from my stomach. So I'm, Mm. because I used to, I remember at the beginning, I was like, you know, I get a sentence, like a limiting belief, and then I like shoot a question back and answer question, answer question. And that was not very effective, I I felt. Right. And I, I tried to, I think like, look at the larger context of why that person came to me. Let's say they're, mm-hmm. you know, not very successful in relationships. Right. And then I, I think about that and then I say, okay, well, I, I always remind them why they came, you know, okay, okay, honey, you know, girl, whatever, right. guy, whatever <laughs> right. it is. Exactly. You know, so you came here because you want a relationship, but you think that all guys are assholes. Right. How is this thought, um, how is this thought, working for you in the relationship sphere and then I shut up so I just kind of like help her confront with her own thought I just like put a little mirror for her and then and then it starts to and I think from there things start to roll yeah it is and I I, yes I agree with you 100% I remember when I first came out of coaching certification I'm like okay let's go I can fix this and then of course I'm like sitting there listening to myself going your job is not to fix your job is not to fix (laughs) your job is to help your clients see their own answers you know and it was one of the things that i had to start to choose is i had to choose to not be the solution to their problems i could be part of the process but i had to start to choose it and in my own interesting little mind i had to fight that a lot because it's like i'm supposed to be the savior i'm supposed to you know right and even though I want to be part of the, the, the success, but when I see that mindset stuff being fought so hard, and it's interesting you said, I take them back to the reason that they came. That's exactly what I do. It's like, in fact, this morning I was coaching a client and I said, okay, so we, you know, he was kind of wandering all over the desert with what he was trying to tell me, you know, as they tend to do. Right. Right. And I said, okay, but let's, let's get to the bottom line here. What is it you most want to get resolved from this issue you're having in the relationship? And what is it that you're choosing not to do right now to resolve that? And it was like, you know, I might as well have just done the mic drop and walked out of the room at that point because it was like, boom, he, he was like, okay, you got me. And at the end of the day, when that was all done, it was about just helping him choose a different mindset about what was going on in his relationship. It wasn't about me saying, here, go do this. Yes, we created a plan, but it was more helping him see, oh, I don't feel like I have a choice. But yet he did. He had a huge choice. Actually had several choices. (laughs) But that's what was scaring him is, okay, I have a lot of choices now. So that means I have to make a lot of decisions. And that means I may not have all the answers to what's throwing up here in front of me that's leading me to some uncertainty. But sitting here doing what I'm doing right now isn't giving me any certainty either. And it's just, it's such an interesting thing that this little beautiful gray piece of matter that sits in our skull can lead us to these places and drive us over the edge so quickly. (laughs) When right. all we have to do is flip a slight little switch or sometimes a big switch to go, okay, but let's go this direction and see what happens. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause that's the thing. Like if you're not in the, you know, mental health, growth, positive psychology, coaching, mm-hmm. whatever it is, doesn't matter. 
world, then you just kind of go through life and you might do a little meditation and you might see a therapist or a coach or whatever it is. And it kind of ends there. And for most people, they don't question their thoughts. I, I was just exposed to, um, oh my God, what's her name? Uh, with the four questions. She has the four questions. Oh, yes. I can see her too. And I actually <sighs> spent some time with her. Did It'll you really? To, yeah, yeah. I spent some time with her last year. Yes. Um, anyway, keep oh, going. That's yes. Go, yeah. um, and, you know, it's so basic when you start to do that and you start to be aware of like, hold on, what am I thinking about right now? Because like, you know, the thoughts, they just come up. We don't have control over like what is going to pop up. That's like our brain matter, as you say, the gray, gray matter there. It just pops up like a bunch of different thoughts. And, but I think to some extent we do have like management over it because if you start to see things in a more positive way and a more in a way that you have more control over your life, you have more choice to make, then the thoughts that will come up out of your brain would be different. It's not the, the defeated, you know, I have no option. I'm stuck. I used to work in, a, in my own family's business, felt stuck, blah, blah, blah. And my thought was like, that's it. Like I'm here. I make good money. I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. I'm unhappy. And that's just the way it is. So that thought was just, you know, reignited again and again and again. And today, come four or five years after, and my mindset, speaking of that, is so different that I don't even have that thought anymore. That's not even an option for me that, like, my life's not going to be good or I'm not going to be happy or I'm not going to make good choices for myself because even if I'm, like, in a crappy place, I know I always have a choice to do something different. So, like, it's, I think it's such an interesting dynamic with your, like, brain. It's like, yes, on the one hand, like, a thought will come up. You can't control that. But if you start to train your brain to think in a way that is promoting you, that is good for you, the thoughts, at least from my experience and what I've seen around me, clients and whoever is around me, if you start to, like, change your thinking, then your brain will start to produce thoughts that are more positive for you. It's, it's a, like, it's, it's a really interesting world. It is a very interesting world. And before we wrap it up here, Tommy, I wanted to like take this one step further into this whole mindset thing as a man, do you believe before, and I'm not saying suddenly, you know, Tommy's evolved and he's got all the answers, but as a guy, did you find this was really hard for you to begin to step into this looking at your mindset seeing it owning it was it like a really difficult journey for you no uh well actually i don't think it was difficult i think it was life-changing so like mm. the people i was with in the course it was a two-year program in israel and this and that and i was just astonished at like how did I not think about this before like how did I live like this I, I can't believe that I didn't see these things so for me it was like overwhelmingly amazing that was the experience for me and and it continues to be like that the more I get into that world it wasn't hard it was just fucking shit I can't believe I had to wait until I was 35 right. to be in this you know like what the hell like couldn't right. I have learned about this when I was 17? I would have yes. been so much happier. Yes. 
but the wisdom comes when you're ready to receive it. So yes, uh, that's a great line. Oh my God, I'm going to use that. I'm going to, I'm going to use that and I, I'll give you credit. I promise. Okay, cool. So I think you were trying to think of Byron Katie. Is that right? Yes. Byron Katie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what's the thing you'd love to leave the guys that are listening with about, you know, some piece of wisdom about mindset when they feel like, okay, I don't know how to get there or anything around mindset that you'd love to leave them with before we wrap up here. Very simple. You absolutely always have a choice. Love it. Love it. It's so interesting that in each moment we have a choice. Yeah. Every moment, every thought that crosses. I mean, even the choice of paying attention to a thought or not paying attention to a thought is a choice. Yeah. You know, it's very simple. And um, I wish even for myself, but even a lot of times for myself in these interesting days we're living, there are times that I'm like, why are you choosing to go into that space? Why are you letting that bug you so freaking much, Rick? And it's like, yeah, why am I choosing that? If I didn't focus on that, about that thing that somebody said or somebody right. disagreed with me on and, and it's, it's fucking social media, who cares? how much more fun, how much more alive can I feel when I choose to go, oh, that's interesting and move the fuck on versus mm -hmm. why am I, you know, you don't get me, you don't understand. And it's so interesting because I went through that on my walk this morning because I had a couple of things that I was like, okay, this is really bugging me, really bugging me. And I need to let go of it before I dive into my day. And by the time I got back from my walk, I was like, okay, it's gone. I let it go. I worked it through. And it was actually only because I chose to change my mindset. Yeah. Those things are still there. They're kind of sitting over on a shelf and that shelf seems to be getting higher and higher where I put them. But the more I choose to be in this other mindset, the happier I become. And I think that's a powerful place for us to kind of like say, this is what it's all about guys is you get to choose your mindset, you and you alone. You're the ones who get to choose it. Thanks for being here, Tommy. I so oh, my it. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I love this conversation and you will have availability to follow Tommy wherever his website is coach Tommy T O M I. You'll find that all on the show page. And I'd encourage you if you're looking to do some mindset work, he's probably a really good guy to go explore that sort of stuff with. He's got a couple of freebies things that we're going to share with you on his page for the show. He's got a four-step guide to replacing bad habits and things such as that. So go check him out. It's all on coachtomy.com and see what you can learn about choosing to change your own mindset. That's a wrap for 40 plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where the conversations continue.